Howdy, howdy. Back again with another episode of Freedom from Attachment. Yeah. I was just sitting here literally licking the jar of peanut butter. If you see the video, you see I'm holding it up. It's called Confetti Cake Pop. Almond butter, not peanut butter. Sorry. It's by this American Dream Company. I am addicted to their nut butters. Oh my God. This is not a commercial for them. They're not paying for this, by the way. Um, I just love it. I have an apple with it every day. I actually crave healthy food. It's kind of weird um, because for years I never did. So with that, why don't I talk about what you guys are here to listen to, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So this is episode I believe 621, I could have screwed that up. I'm not quite sure. So somewhere in the 600s, how's that? And what I'm talking about today is how to really be a badass at receiving love. Sounds pretty simple, right? Like most of us have this image of Superman or Superwoman and, you know, or maybe you're wearing a leather jacket and hey, nothing against leather jackets because I have them. Uh, it's the whole stance, right? Badass. But to be a badass receiving love, it's a little bit different. So I'm going to explore with you how stopping this paradigm of giving to get, yeah, people pleasing, right? It's it's not really allowing you to receive love, okay, at all. You may feel that to have what you want is a ton of effort and that it's out of your hands, but here's the thing. It's not a mystical, magical genie in a bottle who's going to make you a badass at receiving love. It's you. That's what I love about doing this because everything comes back to you and the ability for you to change your life, the ability for you to have things that you think have been impossible. You know, to me, that's pretty exciting stuff. And that's why I do this podcast so that you know that it is all available to you. So why does this matter? Well, this is important because you need to become aware about how you hold your badass self back from being optimized. Yes, you. Nobody else is your oppressor, just you. So what is a badass at receiving love? Well, it's a person who is open-hearted, trusting that no matter what happens, they're going to be okay. Not controlling or proclaiming, I'm a badass and you're going to suck it, or I don't need you, I'm going to strut my stuff. Uh, that's really a victim who's wearing armor. And so I don't want any of this to be confusing, all right? A badass to me, definition, right, is a big-hearted and courageous person. A badass takes care of him or herself by treating themselves like they want to be treated. And when that does not happen, then they remove themselves and keep on being a loving and happy badass. And when you remove yourself, by the way, you're not a dick. You are being a loving and happy person because when you're loving and happy with yourself, you tend to be that way with other people a lot more. So you want to recognize that this is scary to be vulnerable. It is. We talk about it like, oh, yeah, so easy. No, it isn't easy because we've taught ourselves how to be invulnerable, which actually keeps us in a state of constant pain. So you're wanting to be in control. Most of you guys think you have some kind of control. And if you didn't, then you wouldn't keep doing things on repeat. But when you keep doing things on repeat, there is this idea somewhere inside of you that it is you controlling something. Yes, you can control your words and your actions, anything that's in you, right? You got control there and the things you do and say, but you don't have any other control, 
right? But we, we tend to think we have control when we keep things in a status quo way with another person. So to do this and keep you in this cycle of giving to get, because I want to get the same reaction from you, so I'm going to act in certain ways. That's giving to get. Doing things for someone else because you expect something from them. That's giving to get, right? There's all these ways that we give to get, to get love, to get acceptance, to be liked, to be receiving attention, all of that. And it's very depleting. And what it does is it makes you super resentful. It really does. And it keeps you at a distance between you and another person. So it's not just the insecurely attached to often give to get. Most people do it without realizing that there are all these strings attached. When you're hanging on to what you want from someone else, it's a problem. It's a really big problem. It means they actually control you emotionally. And that would keep you from being a badass, right? Totally, totally, all this stuff does. This, by the way, is the opposite of true generosity and also causes you as an individual a lot of heartache. Oh, it does. And a headache too. This is the opposite all the time. There is no mixing because anytime you are holding on to an outcome, I got to have this result. I need them to do this. I need these circumstances. You are putting yourself in a position to work way too hard to get something that you don't even know you need. Uh huh. So the part to me that is, I would say, I don't want to say it's the most important, but it's one of the most important parts, okay, of being in the giving to get cycle is that it becomes problematic. And that one aspect is it keeps you from being the real you. It keeps you from being the badass. The badass is the real you. I wish more people in this world could have an opportunity to be a badass, like a true badass, because we'd have a happier world everything would be happier. So what happens though is what I've mentioned already is that we're way too busy keeping everything the status quo. And how would you be able to know why you really want it to be the status quo except from fear? And that's what keeps you from creating a life of love. We don't realize how much fear controls us. Anything where you have to be a dick, okay? Anything where you think, I'm a badass, I'm gonna kick your ass. Yeah, that is not the real you. That's coming from fear. That's not love. There's only love or fear, right? So <laughs> it's like, I don't think love is that. I have to go with fear. You know, it keeps you really stuck. It doesn't allow you to be you and do what you feel at the deepest level of motivation that you have, that intrinsic motivation. Instead, all it does is keep you stuck. To have the awareness to realize this and to stop the people pleasing to get something takes courage, the type of courage that many of us use our stories in our heads to avoid. Well, this always happens when I don't do this. So I have to do this. Or he or she expects me to get them cookies at noon every day. Or everyone is an asshole and I am a nice guy or gal. Why is everybody a dick to me or to others? I mean, on and on. Those are the stories, right? And they just keep you miserable and they keep you believing in scarcity and scarcity of love, of goodness, of money, of resources. There's not enough. But if you're actually a creator in your life, you can create from what is there. 
Most of us don't do that. Most of us are just reacting. And therefore, you can't really be a badass if you're always in reaction because you got to be able to dig deep and go, what do I really want? You know, what is it that I'm saying I want and what are the actions I'm taking to get there and why am I not taking them? A lot of times we say things and we don't do them, right? So here's the thing with this, with the stories, you know, that keep you from believing in abundance, right? And goodness. And here's the deal. I know every single person does this. And if somebody tells me that they don't, I'm going to say bullshit. Why? Because there's times where I have caught myself recently, okay, even though it doesn't happen very often, going, oh, look at me. Something is trying to get under my radar here. And, you know, for me, it's usually involving my kids because that to me is the one area where I have to be super tuned in and aware of my own motivation. I really do, you know, because I was, you know, what do you call it? A helicopter parent when I was raising them. I mean, I was ridiculous and I wish I had done this work back then. (laughs) I do probably would have been a good thing. But anyway, my point is I am fully aware when I do this and anytime it happens, it doesn't happen again. Like anytime I find myself in this kind of position, right? I'm like, okay, this is happening. Okay, what am I learning? What am I getting? And then I take it as an opportunity to change because I like to be a badass in my life. For the most part, that makes me a badass, not just in love, but in other things. And I encourage you to aim for it. Giving to get in my love life is no longer something I do because I believe I am enough. Yeah. When you start believing you're enough, and I don't care how fucked up you think you are, you're enough, okay? You are a badass. You just have a disguise that you're wearing over your badassery. You can rip that shit off and find your badassery, all right? So an example would be, I have a client named James, and he spent so much time doing for his girlfriend in his own mind That's what he did. Like, I do this for her. I do that for her. And he felt super unappreciated. And he called her a narcissist, right? He's working with me. He's like, I just think she's a narcissist, but she's a narcissist I'm addicted to. I cannot get away from her. And he really couldn't. So here's the deal, though. His feedback to me about what she would say about him was she felt like he would do things and never followed through. That's the funny part. You know, like... I met with both of them at one point and, you know, he had said that she felt that way. And she's like, yeah, he never follows through. He's super immature and just not what he represented as being a nice guy. Like he literally wore like the nice guy billboard uh, across his head. And she did, it's almost like, I don't want to say she didn't like that, but she was always looking for ways to disprove it. Like she had her own shit and she was not going to let him be somebody else, meaning whoever she thought he was, basically, she couldn't see him changing and growing as a person. And she just would hold tight to that. But this isn't about her. It's about him. So when working with him, before I met with them both, he said that he and his girlfriend would watch TV, her on one side of the room on her phone and him on the other. And he felt she made excuses about spending time being close to him. She did not like sex and he was always afraid to initiate. He totally lacked confidence and she felt that lack. Like she could just feel it, right? And it was a turnoff to her eventually when I talked to her because she was like, I do like sex, but 
He's just not confident. And, and here's the thing, I'm sharing this with you. Neither of these people is wrong or bad. They're not being badasses though, okay? And so there was a feeling he needed to please her more, but then he would get super frustrated because he didn't get anything back or at least what he expected, right? Giving to get, he wasn't getting what he thought he should. So he would stop or maybe he'd delay things. Sure, I'll fix the faucet. And then it would go on for days. And he didn't realize like on a subconscious level by doing that, he was trying to get a reaction from her. He was trying to get attention. See, he was still giving to get. And sometimes we do these things unconsciously, like instead of just doing it to do it because you said you would do it, now you've put this whole other layer on top. Pay attention. All of us can do things like this unconsciously, right? Especially when we are in a situation where we think, oh, they're not meeting my needs. But the truth is you're not meeting your own needs. So um, anyways, so his frustration, of course, really was an issue. And he did not want to break up with her because he felt anxiety every time the subject got brought up. It was like, ah, like he would say, I'm thinking of breaking up with her, but it gives me so much anxiety, right? She wanted to feel close to him, but resented him for all the times his promises fell flat. She felt manipulated because it just seemed to her that he was appeasing her and did not really love her. See how the shit goes to both sides, right? Crazy. So like I said, no badasses here and only invulnerable, pe invulnerable people. Say that three times fast. Invulnerable people who cannot get past themselves. Only people struggling for control of the status quo and fearing being real. They have their ammunition and blamed each other. At least my client wanted to stop the cycle. He just needed to learn to trust himself, that his feelings were okay, that what he really wanted was okay, and that he'd have to give it to himself first. So the bottom line lesson is, this is not a love relationship, by the way. This was a coexistence in fear. That example, coexistence in fear. There are ways to change this. And if that is you, then listen up. No matter if you you are the person that's like James or you're like his girlfriend, right? Yeah. So here we go. This is something where I'm going to read it to you and then um, do it, okay? Because you're going to need paper and pen and you're going to need to listen to all the instructions first, all right? So how can you tell what you really want? Most of the time, we just stick with what is familiar and repeat it on autopilot. So look at what you say you want now. I mean, sit down for a minute and go, what do I actually want when it comes to relationships, when it comes to love, when it comes to how I feel, right? Like all the things that are painful, sit with that a bit and look at how it conflicts with everything. So when you say, let's say, I want a healthy relationship, then I want you to look at how it conflicts with what else you say you want. Well, I want a healthy relationship with this person, blah, blah, blah. But it's already in conflict if you're a person who's not doing the things you say you want in another person. Uh-huh. You're in conflict. So look at how hard you work to stay living in what you do not want. Because at the bottom of it, you may not know your why. And your why is always coming from love or fear. A lot of times we want things to try and alleviate a fear. I don't want to end up alone. Ah, right. So when you feel that way. You may have a whole strategy about, well, I need to be in a relationship, but what kind of relationship? What, what does that even entail? What is that? See, we don't get the specific. We just throw shit out there and we're like, oh, that's what I want. But you don't even know why. And you got to know your why. So anyways, with your paper and your pen, I want you to write down the following. All right. So 
What do I say I want when it comes to a relationship? Okay, write that down. Then look at what else you want and write that down. Does any of it conflict? I'm sure it does. If it does not, then you have not spent enough time on this exercise. Dig deeper and come up with what else you want. And that means anything, anything outside of the relationship, anything, anywhere. I want to travel this world in the seven seas. Great. Okay, cool. But I don't do a job that's going to ever allow me to do that. Oh, that's in conflict, isn't it? That's an example, people. So you know what I mean? Like you can have big dreams, but you've already put roadblocks in the way of your dreams. And oftentimes we don't know why we want these things, right? So dig deep though and come up with all of that, right? And you want to look at where does this conflict and write down what you're currently doing. This is the next thing. Write down what you're currently doing to have anything you want under the place you wrote that you want it. So if you wrote, I want to travel the world in the seven seas, right under that, what am I doing to actually do that? What in my life is getting me there? Is it just wishful thinking? Maybe. Could be. I mean, I can look at my own life and go, oh my God, I've done that all over the place. I'm on my own radio show. I said at the beginning of the year, okay, I have to actually take steps to make that happen. And I did. I, I submitted to a radio station last year um, in like the holiday time and I haven't followed up and I should. But my point is like wishful thinking isn't going to make that happen. I actually have to take action, right? I can't stand in my way, but I got to look at what conflicts with that. Are there conflicting things with that? That's what I need to look at. All right. So anyways, when you write this down, it should look like you wrote what you want and now under it, what are you doing to have it? Now, the next step is get to your why. Why do you want that goal? As I mentioned when I was just talking about, you know, how we're going to do this, right? Why do you want the goal? Is it from love or fear? And right under it, love or fear. Seriously. Be honest with yourself. Because if you're not honest with yourself, you're only cheating yourself out of becoming the badass that you already are. Really, it isn't for anybody else's benefit. It is for your benefit, okay? So you want to go, why do I want this goal? Why is it? Oh, that feels like love. It feels like fear. Oh, it comes from lack. Oh, I want everybody to like me. I want everybody to think I'm awesome. You know, a lot of times, a lot of times, that's the kind of shit, okay? So then if you want to follow it further, I want you to ask yourself the question I've already posed to you, which is, are you being honest and choosing what you want? And what is it going to feel like if in looking at this, you go, huh, you know what? I don't really want this. What do I want? It might scare you. And that's okay. That means you're making some movement. All right. So then what I want you to do is I want you to simplify and prioritize. When you know what you want is coming from love, okay, put it on a different piece of paper. Write it down. This is what I want coming from love. What loving actions are you going to be willing to take to be in alignment with it? This, my friends, is a step into badassery. It is. The love part is key because your actions should not keep you invulnerable. If you're not doing that, I guarantee you're staying invulnerable. They should be to allow you to be vulnerable. So find those pieces of armor and throw them out. You can only be a badass if you allow yourself to be. Remember, all your actions show you whether you're enough or not. 
And when you do not feel like you are, you give to get. It's just what you do. So this exercise should be done and you should check in daily to check your progress. Of course, if you want to take it deeper and really walk your world, you don't know, have the things that are coming from that love category and you need tools and you want guidance, email info at tracycrossley.com and we can share what programs to do in changing your life. Seriously. I offer these things because I know how hard it is to do yourself. And because emotions are so esoteric, it can feel kind of muddy and kind of like, oh, I don't know which way I'm going. So universal truth, guys, you have a right to universal truth, okay? And you can remain in pain and disconnection. That is a truth. You can absolutely stay right where you are, or you can become a badass in receiving love because all of the ways of being vulnerable and getting clarity on yourself allow you to be a badass because a badass is focused on love. What is love in my life? And that allows you to receive it. Because when you're giving to get, you're blocking the ability to receive. So to receive requires clarity, honesty, and openness. The other in fear is to remain right where you are in feeling and feeling the hopelessness of repeating the cycle. That is your universal right. Wrapping this up, this is what we talked about today. And that is trying to get past this paradigm of giving to get so that you realize you're enough without having to work so hard. And you may want, you know, you may feel that to have what you want is a ton of effort and it is out of your hands, but it is not a mystical, magical genie in a bottle who will make you a badass at receiving love. It is you. Always you. All right, you guys, you take care. We'll see you. Bye-bye.